0: So perhaps next, um, and if you have other ideas, uh, that is perfectly fine with me because you have been uh, directing this conversation in a good way, and I think that it's uh, really helping everybody to understand. But do you think it would maybe make sense to get into the X-Files and some of the X-Witnesses yes. next? Okay, so... Absolutely. Uh,
1: that, that ties up nicely because that's where Neil pops up again. <laughs>
0: Okay, so here in America, typically when we think of the X Files, we think of Fox Mulder going after aliens and stuff like that. Yeah. But this is not nearly as lighthearted of an X Files, unfortunately. So could you, uh, you know, just give us an idea of what the X Files are in a larger sense? And then maybe we can get into Regina Loof a little bit because. Um, this- especially with like the, uh, the the mushroom farm murder and stuff like that. Uh, that, that really yeah. explains a lot of what's going on. So what are the X-Files?
1: So the, the, the X-Files were started by uh, the, the judge in charge of the detroffer in uh, 96 when it happened. Um, and uh, the judge, which I believe is Judge Conrad, uh, started the dossier X or X-Files in English, you know, as uh, uh, an investigation cell that would focus on um, anonymous people calling in and um, telling their stories, which might be linked to the So he, he set up this uh, landline, you know, that you could call to and tell your story, uh, you know, if it was in any way or shape or form linked to Marc Dutroux, you know, and, or even like, you know, um, human trafficking, you know, all, all, all that kind of stuff. Uh, and so that's how it got, you know, uh, up and running. And uh, like you said, uh, the, the first uh, um, ex-witness, uh, X1 or Reginald Roof, uh, she was the first person to, to call, uh, you know, the, the X-Files investigation cell. And uh, she, like, you know, she was telling at first, like, stories that seemed to be, you know, Almost crazy, like you know, she was um, implicating people. You 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 just couldn't wrap your head around. So she interested the the, the investigation cell pretty quick, and they set up uh, a bunch of meetings with her. You know, where they would sit in a in a, in a room. You know, she had uh, two cops uh, with her interrogating her, and she would basically tell tell her a life story. Um, and it turns out that she wasn't you know talking about the, the 90s but rather the 80s where she claimed that she was uh, you know as a young at a, at a young age she was uh, you know turned into a, a child prostitute by her grandma um her parents had actually uh, given her to her grandma for uh, to to be raised and she the, the grandma was apparently involved in uh, prostitution and uh, all kinds of uh, with parties like uh, I've talked about with Neil. and yeah, so it's uh, I have to say to the to the listeners that this part of the X Files, you know, will be very very gruesome. You'll hear awful things. So if um, if that's not your thing, uh, it's maybe best to skip a bit there. So yeah, she was brought into prostitution uh, as early as two years old, according to her. Uh, and she spent you know a, a whole childhood just being driven to places and being abused she had um a pimp named tony uh, which took care of her you know um and um she claimed that uh multiple times in the in the 80s she was uh, abused by uh, at these parties at these elite parties by uh, all kinds of people politicians uh, gendarmerie officers police officers um you, you name it like uh, the 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 elite of Belgium and uh what's interesting is that uh regina uh as you know she could be uh very sometimes buried about her memories as you know she would mix things up you know uh and she wasn't believed from the start uh even by the 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 police officers uh, in in charge of her case, you know, they were like kind of, you know, not sure about her, but there's one story uh, told by Regina that, you know, really sticked. Uh, And that's the story of the mushroom farm, like you said. Uh, So uh, the the mushroom farm, um, the mushroom farm uh, killing um, took place in 1984 uh, and uh, it started a, a bit weird. So the police was alerted of a fire in the area of a uh, mushroom farm in, in, in Brussels um, by a call made through a car phone. So at the time, apparently there were uh, I, I don't know, I don't remember what they were called, uh, 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 but there were like um, some sort of cell phones inside cars that you could pick up and use to make calls. And it was made, uh, the call was made from that, which was not traceable, uh, which is an uh, interesting tidbit. So, you know, did, did someone did do that on purpose? Or, you know, I don't know. Um, and the call was made um, uh, uh, late at night, and uh, the police turns up, and there's Christine's body. Christine, um, which is the girl that was killed in the Mushroom Farm. So, not Regina, but she's. You see how oh, that links up later, um, and she was found dead there uh, in the basement of uh, an old house. So to clear things up, it's called the Mushroom Farm Killing, but it did not take place. Place, excuse me, in the Mushroom Farm. It took place in a old house near the Mushroom Farm, but people refer to that area as the you know the Mushroom Farm globally. So yeah, um, the the murder took place in 1984. But uh, for 12 years, the police were chasing, you know, a a punk lead. They believed that, you know, uh, local punks, Satanist punks, had uh, kidnapped a girl and killed her there. You know, it was like a a ritual killing of some sort. Um, And it took until uh, Regina spoke up about uh, something she witnessed, uh, abuse she witnessed, to, you know, make the the link from uh, Regina's stories and this crime. Because... um, you know, she described a, a scene where a young girl, around her, her same age, the same age as her, which was sixteen, I think, at the time in eighty-four. Um, they it seemed to match the the mushroom farm crime, um, and uh, she mentioned knowing a girl named Christine while she was being questioned, uh, Regina. Um, and so the investigators, you know, tried to dig deeper. They, they, they had no they had no idea they were, going into the mushroom farm crime at that time Uh, they just tried to you know dig deeper into this Uh, and she said that christine was sacrificed you know after the two girls had trained together to please clients uh so it's a awful technique used by uh their pimps according to regina which was if regina did good uh, they would hurt christine and if she did bad they would hurt her instead you know it was a to ensure the girls were obedient, I guess. Um, and she said that she met her you know, through these trainings, like you know, they would get the girls together to, to be abused. And uh, a competition was put on by the pimps, you know, f- between the two girls. Um, and so she would go on to describe the scene of uh, Christine's uh, ritualistic killing uh, with extreme precision
0: what's up my parapolitical players I am Luke and you just got done listening to a little preview of what you can hear on patreon you can just look me up at things observed or in the description I will have a link that you can just click on and for five dollars a month you can get early access to episodes and I'm also planning on potentially doing... Patreon exclusive content. But who knows how long it's going to be before you get to finish hearing about what happened with Christine or all the other connections to Gladio and the Brabant killings and learn more about the dark underbelly of Belgium because as of right now you're at my mercy. But if you go on to Patreon, I'll actually be indebted to you because I am going to be receiving money from you. And that puts some sort of obligation on my side of things to keep you guys happy. But anyways, if you don't have the money, don't sweat it. This episode will be free before too terribly long. But you can not only catch the rest of this part of the interview, but you can also catch the third part of my interview with Nick where we cover all things do tro. so anyways if you enjoyed it if you've got the money and if you feel so inclined just check me out on patreon things observed and anyhow i'll have more content for you guys soon talk to you all later